Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Obituary early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. If you remember how powerful it felt to snap a hot pink razor flip phone shut after getting off the phone, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bioextract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active creams can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can distress your skin. Clarins Multi-Active Cream is available online now. Go to clarins.com slash truecrime and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off. A free welcome gift plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash truecrime with promo code truecrime. Clarins.com slash truecrime with promo code truecrime. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. On this show, we cover some sensitive topics. Though the obituaries may be outlandish, the people are real. Names have been changed or omitted in order to respect both the deceased and the survived by. While death is no laughing matter, some petty last words can provide some pretty entertaining comic relief. Welcome to Obituary. to obituary i'm spencer henry and i'm madison reyes madison spencer we had your birthday we did what a fun little evening with it was close so friends. sweet small group just got together had some food some, some drinks balloons, some drinks some cake some pizza it was so nice what a night thank you again oh of course we went back so to your house sweet. afterwards and we watched music videos we watched music videos you guys sung <laughs> happy like birthday a, a middle school birthday party <laughs> like we had pizza and we watched music videos <laughs> <laughs> it was fun it was it was great it was exactly what i wanted hot dog and doris wore party hats. i was gonna say hot dog and doris were there what more could you ask for who wouldn't want hot dog and doris at their parties yes 
And then my husband bought me a Peloton because I've been wanting one, but I am diagnosed anxiety and OCD and I have a lot of OCD tendencies. With your with your house? With my house? Truly diagnosed. Truly no, yeah, an I'm, everyday issue. Oh yeah. Ever since I was little, I've had it. And now I have it very under control except for my house. You need like, things like to be a particular way. I do. I need things to be cleaned a certain way, look a certain way, and as much as I wanted the Peloton and need the Peloton, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I like went to my husband and I'm like, we can't put it in our house. There's nowhere. The day it was getting delivered. And mind you, within Mm -hmm. two minutes, you had texted me and you were like, do you want it? I was like, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I want to buy it. But two minutes went by and then you were like, too late. I already canceled it. I'm like, no, (laughs) I would have bought it. Our codependent relationship, Spencer and I, when he found out I was getting one, he was like, like, well, I need one. And I'm like, I know I was thinking that like, I can't start this journey and not have you on it. Like that would be so weird. I know I I was seriously like, okay, I'll buy one tomorrow. Like <laughs> so that we can do them together. If there was like a two seater Peloton, we, we would, would probably do it. We would be set. Well, this is the, I know they're, they're kind of expensive. I feel like anytime you're buying something for your health, this is why I never felt guilty. I used to do soul cycle all the time mm-hmm. and I never felt guilty about it. And cause it's expensive. It was like 40, something dollars a class you go three times a week that's like a hundred and twenty dollars a week but i'm like it's for your health yeah but yeah so you couldn't you did not want that in your house so i said (laughs) i can't look at it until we have a bigger home where we could have like room room where it would make sense because i thought like oh i'm just kind of rolling into my closet every time i use it (laughs) that would be so annoying i know so no peloton that's all right next time well we could start going back to soul cycle we could So Okay, so I used to work at a yoga and spin studio when I was in college. In Orange County, yeah. Yes, and it was called Yaz. (laughs) Yaz. I was like just front desk. I would have to go into each class and like do a head count before the class started. Uh Uh-huh. And at night, the closer would have to clean all the bikes. To clean a spin bike, we would raise the seat, raise the handlebars, like really get in there, clean it all out. You had to do that? Yeah, that was part of the closing duty. So I opened and like one of the first classes, I go in to do a head count. If any of you have been on a spin bike, most of the time you clip your shoe in. (laughs) Yeah. So you're like one with the bike. You're a part of the bike. That's honestly one of the most intimidating things when I first went to a soul cycle class I think I was by myself and mm-hmm. trying to click your foot into the bike <laughs> I like ever just set up the bike they're like do yeah. you need help and you're like well okay you know. so listen to this okay I walk in uh-huh to do my head count of the class the class has already started so I, I would do it like at the beginning of the class I walk in <laughs> I'm laughing already I don't even know what's gonna happen <laughs> there's a girl clipped to the bike uh-huh <laughs> But because whoever closed the night before didn't click the handlebars in correctly, so she had grabbed the handlebars and like swung them out of the bike. <laughs> she, her hands were like touching the floor, but she was still clipped into the bike. So I had to go pick her up. <laughs> 
That is my that is my nightmare. That is my absolute nightmare. Cause I for one, any type of like gym setting is so intimidating to me oh, yeah. always. And I'll I'll walk in like, oh no, I do this all the time. Yeah. But that's like my nightmare. Oh yeah. And it was <laughs> I'm the type where I can be in the worst position on the bike because I didn't know what I'm doing, but I, I'm like, I just want people to think I know You're what I'm on doing. it backwards. I'm in bike 33. <laughs> I'm in the back of the room. Yeah, I'm like going towards the wall. Everyone's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, no, this is how they do it in, in New York. This, yeah. is not, this is how they do it in the city where I learned how to soul cycle. <laughs> I hate those people though that are so into it that oh, they're like give me a break. The people in bouncing front. up and down like, oh yeah, oh I'm like, oh, oh yeah, please. give it up. Who are you trying to oppress? It's probably they won't. They're like, I want to get with the instructor. instructor. Well, moving into our podcast that we're doing. <laughs> hey, did we say our name? We said our names. Yeah, and you're listening welcome to-, to your Peloton class, yeah. everybody. We're your Peloton instructors, and this is our not Peloton podcast. Turn it up. Let's go. Turn it, turn the wheel, turn the wheel, turn it up. You back there, I see you. You're not turning it up. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, and baby. And two, and up, and, and down, and and back, and, 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 yeah. and one, and, and two. Now and bring hold, your butt up. Hold and touch hold, the back of your seat. Hold. <laughs> two different hold. classes. Two different <laughs> instructors. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to Obituary, which is our podcast that has nothing to do with Pelotons whatsoever. Or exercise. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we're not an exercise podcast, that's for sure, but we are a podcast that's new, and you're listening to our sixth episode, and we still depend on ratings and reviews to get by. Help us. Help, Help us. us out, won't you? Come on. Give us a little rating, a little review. Just a little one, even if you just want to cuss us out. Maybe just write, hey, this is my favorite fitness podcast. Oh, I don't care. Do we, whatever we're not going to tell. We're not going to tell. Hit that, you know, if you think we deserve five stars, hit that. Hit that smash that button, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a gripe. And I, I know you're going to be with me on this. Okay. American Horror Story. Oh, American Horror Stories. More like American Boar Stories. Oh, my God. Because you're Madison, not kidding. What the hell is going on. I mean, it's clearly catering to Gen Z. Teeny Bopper. I, I swear to God, everyone on that show looks like a TikToker. I'm like, give me a break. Oh, I just, I don't want to say it's awful because I love it because it's part of the American Horror Story. Okay, but story, listen, but... not every season of American Horror Story is good. Most of the time, I would say, honestly, more than 50% of the seasons start off super strong and then they go awry. Yeah, there's some though that start off bad, like the slasher one I didn't love until Till, like the end. 1984. Like, yeah. See, I liked 1984. I know a lot of people have mixed opinions on that one, but then I always hate the one that people love the most, and that's Hotel. I did not like. Oh, I loved that one. And that's because I just was not a fan of it. You know what one like didn't do it for me? Freak Show. Yes, and I was so mad because I love that. Like, well, remember era. that Halloween? I was Jimmy Darling that Halloween. Sam yeah. was the bearded lady. You were a, a deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> 
Murder House season one, I think is iconic. Iconic. I loved Coven. I Asylum. Did. Asylum. Loved it. Uh, Roanoke. Laura Winters or whatever. Me. Lana yeah. Winters. Laura Lana Winters. Winters. Lana yeah. Winters. Didn't care for Roanoke. I thought it was boring. See, Roanoke scared me. Really? Mm-hmm. I got bored by that one. 1984. I just, I'm such a, a slasher person. I mm-hmm. love slashers. I think we talked about this the last yeah. episode. Halloween, Scream. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm so for it. But I, di- I did end up watching that one later on. What was the most recent one? Was that it? Yeah, the slasher one. Oh, there Cult. Was I'm forgetting cult. about Cult. I actually liked the Cult one too, but that was also very slasher But they also, based. and they tied in. Like current ongoing. Coven. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yes. Anytime there's some sort of weave or tie into other seasons, I'm all for it. But mm-hmm. I would, this American Horror Stories, I would say watch it, mm-hmm. but don't have high expectations for it. Watch it as if you're just watching something dumb. Because this, to me, is a show that would be on Freeform or something. It's it's not the same feel. Yeah. I thought the Rabbit Rabbit one was so dumb. Rabbit Rabbit. Spoiler alert. Rabbit Rabbit. What, what was even going But wait, because while we're talking about Rabbit Rabbit, I did want to mention this. Did you hear about those teens that were killed in a movie theater near Riverside? It was in Corona not long ago. Was like, it very the recently. Purge? Yeah. The, the two teenagers were, it was Riley Goodrich and Anthony Barajas. They went to see the new Purge movie and they were shot and I guess nobody knew until the movie theater worker was cleaning up afterwards and found their bodies and both of them had been shot in the head. What? I'm like, how did nobody hear this? I'm like, was there a silencer or something? I didn't know that. I just saw a headline. Yeah. I I looked it up earlier today and they arrested one of, if not the only suspects, uh, a man named Joseph Jimenez. But I'm like, you fucking loser. Like, that's how you know you're just pathetic. Killing innocent people mm-hmm. in a movie theater. Like, it's crazy that we live in a, a world, a, well, a country, where this has happened so many times that, like, when I go, when and if I go to the movie theaters mm-hmm. now, I immediately look. Yep. I'm like, where's the exits? Just mm-hmm. in case something happens. Ever since that one in Aurora, Colorado, or whatever. Uh, yep. I agree. It's so scary. Disgusting. It just sucks that something that used to be so fun and it's a pastime everybody loves and it's a bummer because it's like on one hand it's like okay well good we should have metal detectors at movie theater but it's like do I want to live in a world where we have to go through metal detectors to get into mm-hmm. a movie theater? Mm-hmm. It's upsetting. Or, but that we schools. It's just fun. Oh yeah. It's fucked. We need to get away. <laughs> I want to run away from this topic. I know. Well, okay, but before we go on to the next topic, I watched the most recent one. I don't think you watched it yet. No, I just watched Rabbit Rabbit. That was the last one that I saw. Okay. And it's not, it doesn't suck. It's not terrible. It's just not. It's not what you expect from American Horror Story, uh-huh. but I guess. I mean, we were in a pandemic. A they they use this as a filler, kind of, I feel like. So this new episode was social media. In the beginning, these four guys. Are you giving spoilers? I can. No, don't give spoilers. Don't? Okay. Anyway, it's about these four guys who are influencers. Uh-huh. And they live in a house called Bro House. Oh, is it kind of like a TikTok house type situation? It's awful. Oh, give me a break. I don't mm-hmm. even want to see it online. I don't want to see it on TV. Yeah. Why I watch TV is so that I'm not... To escape. ...on my phone and looking at all the stupid shit that we see on the daily yeah. basis. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just like, I hope it's Sirens coming out. Oh, like the full-on season? Mm -hmm. Did they say they're going to do it in October? I think they already started filming. I don't know, actually. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Sirens, we're right here, babe. Two mermaids. Look at us. 
Well, I went last week. All right. And so I think it's your turn to do your little thing. My little coffin spinner? Yeah, what's your coffin spinner this week, Miss Madison? (laughs) All right. Well, I was listening to your episode, actually, of Cult Leader with Tina. Tina, wasn't that a fun episode? I love her. She is just the best. She's so cool. So sweet. And you guys were talking about crazy things that have happened on movie sets. And Uh so I kind of got inspired. It started with Brandon Lee. Uh Uh-huh. I have to say he was so handsome so handsome but i i went down like a rabbit hole with him about they used his actual body in a casket after he died in the movie they did i think so that might be an urban legend but like i kind of went down that rabbit hole i feel like they they would not his father wouldn't allow that to happen unless they were paying homage somehow i don't know so then i went down a a whole rabbit hole of craziest ways people have died (laughs) oh this is gonna be good and these are real like I fact checked pretty much all these. Wow. And like crazy articles are written about this and there's some people that I will say their name because it's been long enough and it's not too scathing but there are some people that I'm just gonna leave the name out Uh because I mean. We feel things out here. We go with our gut. Yeah. So let's start in 1996 with Mark Gleason. He was age 26. I don't know about you, but I hate it when my husband snores. I cannot sleep. And then when I finally do fall asleep, he wakes up and and says that I snore too loud. So it's just a whole (laughs) thing. It's a fight. It's a fight. Mark Gleason could not stop snoring. So he decided that he would shove two tampons up his nose. Now, it worked. He stopped snoring, but he also stopped breathing. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Now, Jim Hesselden, apparently he's the owner of Segway Incorporated. I know this one, yes. <laughs> and it's true. And it's crazy. It's fucked. He accidentally drove his Segway off of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not... It's just the uh, it's irony. ironic. I know. The a lot irony. of these are ironic. If you don't know what a Segway is, it's one of those mall scooter, Yeah, the mall cop things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one is fucking crazy. Tell me. This woman suffered a heart attack and was pronounced dead. She had a funeral and she woke up. At her own funeral. She said, hey, who's here? (laughs) She woke up at her own funeral, saw what was happening, and had another heart attack and died. Oh, (laughs) no. Shit. Are you kidding me? Imagine that shit. Uh, Everyone's probably like, yeah. It's like one of those things where the crowd's standing up like, yeah. Uh, No, other people probably had a heart attack too. Imagine. I would. Imagine you just sit up and like look up and you're like, what the fuck? There's like multiple instances where people have faked their own death Mm -hmm. and gone to their funeral just Mm -hmm. to like pop up and be like, there was this one woman once. I'm sorry. No, no. We need to do an episode hijacking, on this. yeah. But there was a woman who her husband had, I guess, tried to hire a hitman to take her out, mm-hmm. and so she faked it, faked her death, <gasps> and then showed up at the funeral like you motherfucker. Mm, one of our listeners sent us a TikTok. Did you watch it? No. Was it about this? Something similar. This guy faked his own death. He was a guest of the funeral. Okay. And he was there, and it was like a big, beautiful funeral. And I guess the guy whose funeral it was got up. He was supposed to be dead and, like, confronted his wife or girlfriend or whatever. He was like, I know all the shit you've been doing. 
confronted her. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. God. I, I didn't see that, but that sounds insane. Crazy. Mark Bourjade, or Bourjade, he was a French undertaker. He was killed in his workshop when coffins fell on him. <sighs> And he was later buried in one of those coffins. <laughs> mm. Sometimes you don't pick your coffin. It, your coffin picks you. <laughs> Perfect. Stephen Winfrey was hunting wabbits. Hey, I want to hunt a wabbit. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I'm hunting wabbits. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> right? I don't know. Elmer Fudd? No. Yeah. Maybe? It was Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Sure. He was hunting rabbits. He stuck his head in the rabbit's burrow because he was trying to shoot them. <laughs> and his head got stuck and he suffocated. Well, shouldn't yeah. have tried to shoot the innocent rabbit. The yeah. rabbits were probably like, look it, this is karma. I When I was reading this, I was like, imagine being the rabbit. Like, what the fuck? His head is stuck in my home. Oh, I'd, I'd look at it and I'd be like, you loser yeah. tried to come here. You tried to mess with my family. And look at what you got. Yeah, you got one head in the hole, buddy. Oh my God. Terrifying. Adolf Frederick. He oh. was. <laughs> Where's she going with this? Adolf Frederick, he was the king of Sweden in 1771. He ate himself to death. What do you mean? He had champagne, herring, caviar, sauerkraut, lobster, and 14 servings of pudding. Okay, I pictured when you said he ate himself to death, I thought he physically ate himself to death. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, that's very interesting. Oh my god. There was a man in his home sleeping next to his wife, and a cow fell through his room and killed him. (laughs) The wife was fine. How did the cow fall through the roof? He climbed up onto the roof, and it it couldn't hold his weight. You know, fucked up things happen on farms. I'll say it. Oh, the next one, yes. This man was 69 years old. He went out to feed his pigs. He slipped. And pigs pigs ate him, killed him, and ate him. Pigs will eat a human. I did an episode on this guy one time, Robert Willie Picton, I think was his name. Him and his brother used to like kill people and feed them to their pigs. Mm -hmm. Or, um, Tiger King, what's her name? Oh, fucking Carol Baskin. Yeah, doesn't that feel like that was like five years ago? (gasps) I know, and that was the beginning of quarantine. Last year, crazy, crazy. All right. There was a family gender reveal party where a steel umbrella stand was filled with gunpowder because it was supposed to be like a shower of sparks and it would reveal the gender. Oh, God. It acted as a pipe bomb, struck this woman in the head with a metal shard, and killed her instantly. You know, you've seen... I mean, at this point, though, you have to you have to think. Like, how many times have explosives or something like that caused harm mm-hmm. at one of these things? Remember like, the fires that started? Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't do stupid things. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I mean, we, we hear so many idiots on the show all the time yeah. doing dumb shit, but... This woman was in a car with her two-year-old daughter. Oh, no. And she leaned out the window for something, and the daughter rolled up the window and strangled her to death. Imagine having to deal with that for the rest of your life. I know. Did the daughter survive? Yeah. Daughter's fine. A lot of therapy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I wonder if they told her. Well, I I mean, she had to know. Probably she found out later on life. Yeah. 
there was a wedding planner who ate a scolding hot fish cake at a wedding and died of asphyxiation. From like it burning her? Yes. Holy the shit. The autopsy said that the symptoms were like victims of a house fire inhaling smoke. Like it did so much damage. A little hot fish cake. Oh my God. And wedding food is normally a little cold. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> Nothing to die for. Oh shit. God. Take the, I, want, I want that reenacted. I want a wedding planner movie part two with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Just give her a, a hot fish cake. Oh my God. There was a 29-year-old who ate a garden slug as a dare eight years prior, and he died of angiostrongyliasis, which is a roundworm, from this slug eight years prior. Wow. There was a girl who, a little girl, who licked like a slug. Really? Yeah, or like touched it even maybe, and it was so poisonous that it killed (sighs) her that day. I was holding a snail the other day. It was was like a specific like poisonous snail. There's a snail on a rose and I took it off. I think you're fine. And replaced it. Well, who knows? Okay, this one is crazy. Speaking of movie theaters, at a movie theater in London, a 24-year-old guy was looking under his seat for a cell phone. And this is a thousand percent real. There's so many articles on it. If you Google it, he got his head wedged between the electronic seat footrest. Oh no. And staff was able to get him free, but he had to go to the hospital and he died a week later of cardiac arrest. That's so bad. There was a teenager... Do you remember? Sorry, I'm like taking over. No. There was a teenager who went to get something from the back of his van and got got himself stuck. I didn't write that because he was like 14 or something, but yeah. So sad. Yeah. He was like found in his car in the parking lot at the high school or Uh something because he had wedged himself between. Be careful. No, we got to talk about it. Here's your warning. Be careful. It was like the third row of a Honda Odyssey. Uh And he was reaching back to get his tennis stuff and he got stuck. And he like couldn't reach his phone or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Any type of getting stuck is like a nightmare. Oh, to me. I know. I can't even, I can't. This one's sad, but it reminded me of us. Okay. <laughs> something that would happen to us. Tell me. Okay, so two women, they were about 60 years old. Uh-huh. They were sisters, so already it's just... Yeah, two sisters that are in their 60s that are women, that's Sounds exactly like us. us. <laughs> I don't know if they were like staying in a hotel or at their house, but there were Murphy beds. And when I was reading it, I was like, Someone sent me something about this today. No way. I I think it might have been Chris sent me today. Uh I believe it was her who sent it to me. Something about the deadly Murphy bed. It was an article, (gasps) I think, about about Murphy beds. Okay, well, when I read this particular one, I was like, oh no, these poor women. Like, I pictured the Murphy bed just like slamming them against the wall and getting (laughs) them stuck i was like oh my god but no they had like two murphy beds and it fell on each of them and they got stuck and died fucking imagine that would be us we'd be they were trapped oh my god get me out wait they were trapped for four days alive well i think four days until someone found them but shit (laughs) that's what would happen with this fucking yellow couch oh i'm surprised it didn't kill us i know Okay, Michael Godwin was a convicted murderer. I was going to say his name sounds familiar. Okay, maybe you've probably heard about this then. He was given the death sentence by electrocution, but he his sentence was reduced to life in prison. Uh-huh. And this is so ironic. He was trying to fix a broken TV set in his prison cell. So he was doing it and he bit in to the TV wires while he was trying to fix it. <laughs> 
which probably would have been okay, but he was also sitting on his metal toilet, and he got electrocuted, and he died. So he was going out of this life electrocuted. Yeah, he was going out by electricity one way or another. (laughs) But again, that's one of those things where you're like, what in your head is like, Hmm. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Tennessee Williams, the American playwright, choked on the plastic cap of a bottle of barbiturate. Mmm. Frank Hayes was a 22-year-old jockey, and he had a heart attack while he was on the horse in a horseback race, and he died on the horse. Was it just going with his body? like? Yes, and he won first place. Well, wow. <laughs> Good for him. <gasps> Crazy. This man was carrying a coffin as a pallbearer. He tripped on a stone, and the coffin crushed him. Mm. All right, this guy, his name is Clement L. Vallandigham. He died in 1871. He was a lawyer and a politician, but I don't feel bad for him because he was a Confederate sympathizer. Ooh, bye. Bye. How'd he die? He was defending a man on a murder charge for a fight that happened inside of a saloon, and the argument was that the the victim, in fact, shot himself accidentally. It wasn't the guy being charged. His client. Yes. So he decided to demonstrate what happened, and he didn't know that the gun was not a prop, but in fact a loaded gun, and he shot and killed himself. The crazy thing is that the man he was defending was then acquitted. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he did his job. Okay, I have two more. Okay. Santiago Alvarado was a 24-year-old kid. He is from California. He broke into a bike shop through a ceiling, and he ended up falling through the ceiling and hit the floor. That's not how he died, though. The cause of death is that he was holding a flashlight in his mouth so he would have his hands free, and the flashlight jammed into his skull, killing him while he hit the floor. Damn. Okay, my favorite... Grand finale. My grand finale. A poodle named Cache fell from the 13th floor, hitting a 75 year old woman named Marta Espina. Uh She died instantly, and so did the poodle. Then Edith Sola, 46, went to see what happened and was hit by a bus. And then a man who witnessed that had a heart attack and died at the hospital after. What the fuck? I remember, I know this story. I wanted to. To do i remember i wanted to do like a full cult leader episode on this but there's not there's not enough information to like justify necessarily turning it into a full episode but i'm so glad you talked about it because it's such an insane it is insane. story it, it it's like where all these people plus the dog like meant to go at this time it and this feels is like how... the start of a movie where like they all end up in the same place and yeah like, why did this happen like totally or something totally that's that and that's a that is a true that's a true story it was like all these people right at once insane so yeah there are so many other unusual deaths that we can get to yeah (laughs) but those were the ones that really stuck out to me oh god thank you for that you're welcome. I hope, <laughs> hope it brightened your day. Now I'm afraid of everything. Oh, you know, you know what? That's why you have to live carefree. That's why you can't worry about things. Middle like, oh, there's aspartame in your diet coke. You know, yeah. fuck off. Okay, something's gonna kill me eventually. It's true. And if it's something I love, then let I it mean, kill me. How iconic would it be to be killed by a poodle? Pretty iconic. I mean, Doris is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I could see her falling <laughs> from something. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god, um, if she died, I'd want to die. Anyway, tell me yours. What's your coffin spinner, baby? My coffin spinner. Oh, Madison, the things you'll come across when you Google things they used to do to cadavers. Oh no. <laughs> Name something more sus than our internet search history. <laughs> oh, I was Googling last night. This is a side note, but you know how everybody says like, oh, they went in their sleep. You know, they had a peaceful death, which is, I'm sure, a thousand percent true. But I was just thinking like, what about the off chance that dying in your sleep is like not the best way to go? <laughs> like, what if it fucking hurts? And then I had heard something about how, like, I always thought drowning would be, like, the worst. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like my head would explode from the pressure. (laughs) I think it's, like, one big, like, (gasps) it just, like, cracks almost. Like, it fills your lungs with water. I was, like, on this rabbit hole of people who have had near-death experiences with drowning and how, I don't know, it wasn't what you thought. It's crazy. I don't condone that, so I'm not even getting into it, but... Of course you don't condone drowning. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so yes, our Google histories are fucked. It's fucked. So my topic is actually perfect because as soon as I read about this, I remembered reading a few weeks ago about this guy, like Dr. Smile or something. Don't worry, I'll get to all of it. But basically, you're going to lose it. (laughs) And then I... (laughs) <laughs> I just know. In the early 19th century, there was something called galvanic reanimation, where they would hook up cadavers to electrical currents and watch the limbs flop around, and apparently people would pay to see it. What? <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll start with the origin. Is there a video? <laughs> no, because oh. this is like 1800s. Oh. Which, did you know, the 1800s are supposedly, they, it's like 19th century? Weird. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. the 1900s is. Yeah. Yeah, hey. What's up with that? But isn't the 19th the 20th century? I don't know. I can't think. I don't know either. Oh, yeah, because aren't we in the 21st century now? I don't know where I am, (laughs) to be honest. Hello, we're coming to you from the future. (laughs) Uh, So let's start with the origins. The effect is named after the scientist Luigi Galvani, who first started toying with the effect of electrical currents on dissected animals in the 18th century, which is definitely a red flag mm-hmm. when you're messing with animals. Mm-hmm. Weird. Not like serial killer. Yeah. It's part of that like whole McDonald triad or something. The red flag's not why we're here. Apparently he was dissecting a frog and his scalpel was touching an electrical current or something. When he touched the frog's leg, the leg began to twitch and he referred to this phenomenon as animal electricity believing that he had created a new form of electricity. Oh please. He thinks he's Dr. Franken <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Well, listen. Okay. The thought process is actually kind of cool. So he realized that when the electrical current made the legs twitch, it was because it was stimulating the fluid that connects all of the nerves. Mm-hmm. So he thought maybe, like just maybe, it could reverse the effects of death. And I wonder if he's credited for all of those, what are they called? Like the chest compressor things? Mm. I was like thinking about that. I'm like, I CPR? wonder. No. Oh, the clear. Yeah, the clear. He was the first one to really fuck with electrical whatevers. Okay, so do we like him or do we not? I I think we like him because it's mainly it's not even about him. So about 20 years later, after he did these animal experiments, Luigi's nephew, Giovanni Aldini, took it one step further. First, he moved on from frogs to larger animals that had smarter nervous systems.
systems, such as pigs, mm-hmm. sheep, cows, oxen, uh, just to kind of see how they would react to the electrical currents after they passed. Mm-hmm. Each time he learned something new, the electrical pulses from a battery would cause their eyeballs to roll around, their tongues to like fall out of their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> And eventually he decided that he wanted to try it on a real-life cadaver. Hmm. Executions were much more common in the 1800s. So getting a body to mess around with was a pretty easy feat. He'd pop on over to the local execution, grab himself a corpse. But there was an issue. And rub the hand of the corpse on his ailment. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, most of them had been beheaded. So the response to the electrical shocks were pretty minimal, if at all because of the lack of blood and fluids running throughout the body. Mm -hmm. In England, however, nearby, they were not beheading people in executions. They were still just hanging people. So he goes to London and gets his hands on a body. First, I believe, was the body of a guy named George Forster, who I read in one of the articles about him that he had, like, drowned his wife and children, and that's why he was being executed. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like, well, whatever happens to him, happens to him. Mm -hmm. Not a good guy. Anyway, so they give him access to this George guy's body after they execute him and he attaches these little probe things to the cadaver and hooks it up to a battery and then leaves him out for a few hours. By the way, I would love everyone, including you, to know that this was all in public. People were sitting watching this happen. (gasps) I guess waiting to see if he'd come back to life or something. We're so boring now. Like, imagine the fun we would have. Like, Spencer. Listen, they're electrocuting a cadaver down the street. Let's go watch. Let's go. So people were just sitting watching this happen. I guess waiting to see if he'd come back to life or something. He didn't, but things did start happening. So his jaw began to quiver and and the crowd saw a lot of like facial movement and then bam, (laughs) his left eye pops open. (laughs) His left eye pops open. uh, But then Just wait. So he was like (laughs) You can't see Madison, but she's moving her jaw and opening her left eye right now. The battery ended up dying soon after, and Giovanni was kind of bummed that his little experiment wouldn't bring the deceased man back to life. But... What a sight to see. Well, everyone was talking about it after, like, oh my god, did you hear? I heard he threw his arm up, and Mm. um, all sorts of details ended up... It's like a game of telephones. All these rumors started. But an interesting tidbit, so you mentioned Frankenstein earlier. This is where Mary Shelley actually got her inspiration from for Dr. Frankenstein. Apparently modeling Dr. Frankenstein after Giovanni. Oh, okay. I guess uh, facially everything, they look pretty similar. Really? Interesting. I thought that was cool. I don't know if it was before or after, but according to another article that I read on Cracked, Giovanni took his experiments with cadaver heads on the road and did little public experiments people could gather to watch for a small fee. (gasps) Oh my Mm -hmm. god. Talk about a freak show. He put on a show. That is a show. Yes. I'll be quick, but going back to the beginning, Dr. Smiler, the Smile Doctor, was the name given to a French neurologist named Guillaume Benjamin Amand Duchenne, who was also one of the first in the 1800s to look at how nerves reacted to electricity. Mm -hmm. I just have a quote. Intrigued by the study of facial expressions and how people communicated with body language, Duchenne set out to catalog 
dog what muscles were used for different expressions, he'd already discovered that he could stimulate muscle contraction using small amounts of electricity. With the help of dedicated assistants and paid subjects, he got to work mapping out human facial expressions. Basically, this guy believed that our faces could be decoded and each muscle played a part. And if you knew what muscles the face was engaging, then you'd have the ability to see what a person's mental state was. Hmm. Lucky for us, he documented his experiments with his camera. Wait until you see these pictures. Come on. Come on, on a over. cadaver? Huh? On a cadaver? No, these are, uh, these are, I believe, on himself or a, a subject. There's also a female subject as well. So, wait, before I look at these pictures, so he sent... He, he used electro- electrical currents to hit different nerves to make them make <laughs> so it's like when you hit your expressions. Knee. Like, you hit your knee and your, your leg goes yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Nerves. Nerves. Okay, hold on. But I just need you to see how insane these pictures are. What year is this? I think I think like 1803. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I like number 33. Oh, no. He said, I'm Jeez. smiling. He looks like a clown. Go down. That, la- that looks like Lady Gaga. Look at her. She's like, oh, baby. <laughs> Uh, he didn't like this one. So it shows him kind of using the machines and everything. Wait, go down. Do you have a rat on his head? No, that's like a, oh. the hand holding the little wires tapping the nerves or whatever. <laughs> what what mood are you in on this? Can we post it and be like, yeah, we're going to post this. Yeah. You have to comment what number mood you're in. Please, please. I'm 33 always. <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely, I think we're both, we're both a strong 33. I'm sometimes a 30. Wait, I think I, I like 39 also. There is no 39. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was sitting next to, oh, 34 or 32. Oh, yeah. He said, jeez. God, so, um. Oh, God. But yeah, I I found, I was reading all about that and they've obviously come up long way with like how they treat nerves with electricity and stuff i just thought it was so really interesting that they at one point in time they were electrocuting cadavers and seeing just to see what happened oh my god what happened to the good old days <laughs> you know what i i gotta say i do think leave them alone after a body's dead leave it alone mm-hmm. it doesn't need to do anything well we talked about body farms that's, That's fine. But you know what? They're leaving it alone. But wait, this kind of goes with your cadavers. You know that they used to use human cadavers as test dummies. Well, in car accidents? Yes, and I watched videos on it and it's horrendous. Yeah, I, I would not want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like those commercials freak me out anyways. Even with like the white dummy yeah, people no, in there, yeah. I don't like to see it. I don't know why. It's just, it's eerie to me. God, let's go on to something lighter and brighter like an obituary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opening up my newspaper. I have a funny one, so good. It will. It will I, I have a, mine's funny this week too. We're just two funny gals with a Aww. funny podcast. Yeah, we're thirty four. You're thirty four, <laughs> bitch. I'm thirty one. Hey. All right, my guy. His name is Bill Eaves, 
He is from Kingston, Ontario. On Saturday, February the 8th, Molson's stock price fell sharply on the news of Bill Eves' passing. Senior executives at Molson's called an emergency meeting to brace for the impact of the anticipated drop in sales. As a highly regarded principal for 33 years with a separate school board, he created many fond memories for staff, students, and families. After his retirement, he pursued some of his many hobbies, including cooking, carpentry, gardening, and sending daily joke emails to family and friends. Perhaps most important to Bill was educating people on the dangers of holding in your farts. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we like a little little gas humor around here. Sadly, he was unable to attain his lifelong goal of catching his beloved wife, Judy, cutting the cheese or playing the bum trumpet, which he likened to a mythical rarity like spotting Bigfoot or a unicorn. He also mastered the art of swearing while being spattered by grease cooking his famous wings. In fact, he wove tapestry of obscenities that still hang over the greater Kingston area. (laughs) Before passing, Bill forged a 76-year trail of laughter, generosity, compassion, and wisdom. He will be greatly missed by his wife of 50 years, Judy, and his children. I love him. Look at his um, picture, though. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like the emoji, the frowning emoji with the big frown. I like it. I thought it was cute. My obituary this week was actually sent in by a listener. No way. Yeah, so I was going to say, hey, if you guys come across funny, scathing, crazy, outlandish, wacky obituaries, send them on over to obitpod at gmail.com. Please. This one, I just loved it. I feel like I can really, really relate. Hugh Joseph Huey Cassidy, 61, of the Bronx, New York, sadly passed away the evening of April 17th, 2021. So this year, surrounded by family who refused to watch another Law & Order, which we believe ultimately is what caused him to leave us when he did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big Law & Order fan. He made the family promise to keep him at home all the way till the end. Although we were able to honor that, I'm pretty sure he re- regretted it at the end as he yelled, You don't know what you're doing. We sure did not, but we did <laughs> hold up our end of the bargain. We may have contributed to his early departure, but ultimately colon cancer was the cause. Mm. A frequent TV yeller, never wanting anyone to touch his recorded shows, which included The Real Housewives, to only yes. the highest quality cheesecakes for every holiday. He said he's glad to make it long enough to vote Trump out of office and to flick off his job one last time before retiring. (laughs) Love him. He's cool. He enjoyed a good argument and he was a prankster at heart. It did not take much to get under his skin and most of us enjoyed pushing his buttons daily. He went from a cable tech to a house flipper to a stockbroker all in a short (laughs) amount of time. We have pledged to only buy the stocks he told us to buy. What an amazing life he had. He was a Navy veteran and is survived by his nagging wife of 36 years, Kathleen and smart-ass children, and then names the children. <laughs> he also leaves behind his father and brothers, and the family will be having a private wake at MacArthur's Irish Pub, but in lieu of flowers, the family has asked that you make a donation to Suncoast Hospice in Hugh's name. In addition, we ask that you crack open a Keystone Light, or, quote, piss water, as we refer to it in his <laughs> honor. I love him! I did too, and it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Now that we have some sponsors, mm-hmm. some advertisements, Okay. 
I was thinking it'd be cool as long as it's not affiliated with like a specific church group or anything like that. If we like this one, Suncoast Hospital, it's a hospice center. We could we we should make a donation. Yeah. In their name. So anytime we come across an obituary now, I think that has like somewhere we can donate to as long totally. as it's not anything like political or right. religious. I think we should donate. To. I think we should too. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So if you guys want to too, in Hugh's name, it's Suncoast Hospice. That's amazing. I love that. Uh, don't you think that's a fun idea? Beautiful. Nice. Let's do it. And a good way to pay respect. Right? We can maybe link it or something? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And now... It's time... For some dumb... Ass criminals. criminals. You're up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Where are we going today? We are going to Oklahoma. Hey. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. we're going <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I wish a fucking <laughs> a sheet metal would explode oh in this room. Oh my god, where's the cow <laughs> falling through the ceiling when I need it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, mine kind of goes with unusual deaths a little bit. Okay. Brad Davis is a 35-year-old man from Oklahoma. In 2013, he was having an argument with his stepdad, 58-year-old Denver St. Clair. That's a cool name. It is a Denver cool St. Clair. I know. Allegedly, they were in a very heated argument, made even worse by both of their alcohol consumption. Uh-oh. And Denver was insulting Brad's mom. Brad got so mad that he hit Denver so hard he knocked him unconscious. Now, if someone was talking about my mom, I'd oh, probably Oh, for sure. I'd knock him out cold. Yeah. Here's where it got weird. Uh-huh. Brad gave his stepdad the most atomic wedgie ever. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled his underwear from his hips to over his head. <laughs> while like he a was, cartoon. While he was unconscious. Uh-oh. But then he wrapped the ripped elastic band of the underwear around his neck. Denver died from asphyxiation. Oh, no. But he also had that head injury, so God. from knocked out. So Brad, instead of helping Denver, he took pictures of him. No. Cell phone pictures of his stepdad laying unconscious. Did he, Do you think he knew it was killing him? Well, listen. And he staged the scene to make it look like an atomic wedgie accident. <laughs> oh, so maybe... Yeah, I think Brad absolutely knew what he was doing. And he came up with this plan to pretend that it was an atomic wedgie gone wrong. Dumbass. And he was sentenced to 30 years in prison for murdering his stepdad. What a dumbass. What a dumbass. That's a, a truly a dumb criminal. Truly a dumb ass. Criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my dumb criminal this week comes from Florida. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't come from Florida. It comes from Marion, Ohio. Okay. It was August of 2018, and 27-year-old Chelsea Hendel had a horrifying experience in the Marion Walmart parking lot when a man attempted to kidnap her daughter. So this (gasps) woman was walking with her young daughter, and this guy tried to kidnap her. Oh, hell no. I know. The worst part was that Walmart refused to do anything (gasps) about it. Why? No fucking idea. They were like, well, we can't do anything because it was just an attempt. I, I don't know. That evening, the young mother posted a video on Facebook kind of calling them out, detailing the experience, how terrified she was, and most importantly, how nobody would help her. Within hours, the video was going viral, and moms across Ohio and beyond were sharing the video as a warning to be on the lookout for the culprit, a man she described as having dark hair, blue jeans, a blue shirt, and tennis shoes. 
It wasn't long before authorities arrived at the woman's home. They'd, they'd seen the video, I guess, the video she posted where she told her Facebook audience, that man walked up and grabbed my daughter, and I looked at him and said, what the fuck are you doing? That's my kid. Also in the video, she stated, I wanted to let everyone know about this because they couldn't get a good look at him on the cameras, and there's nothing really that we could do about it, but she's fine, and everything's fine now. Well, instead of the police giving her the Mom of the Year award, she ended up getting handcuffed, after admitting to making the entire story up and she was arrested on a misdemeanor charge of inducing panic. The video ended up getting taken down for violating Facebook's terms of service. Dumbass. This happened recently. Fucking dumbass. Well, you know what? This happens all the time and I was thinking, I, I call them Kiwa moms. Like QAnon. This happened at a Michaels. People post all the time on like Nextdoor or face, the, the different fuck? Facebook groups that like everyone be on high alert. There's traffickers at this mall. And listen, things happen for sure of course and i'd rather people be aware but i also think a lot of people post things just to incite mm-hmm. or induce well wasn't there wasn't there a serial killer in our town and that ended up being yeah big. i mean i was thinking i'm like they should start arresting more people for mm-hmm. inciting fear online with well, like yeah. bonus claims and we, we all know people sharing videos of like why 5g made their kids head fall oh off and whatever and all this did you crazy see shit that now. thing Sorry, did you see that thing that Vice just posted? About what? About a student of the Stoneman Douglas shootings in Florida. Remember the... Yeah. And he was a student there and... Survived. Survived. Was it about his dad? About his dad, who's now a QAnon guy, who's like... Conspiracy, it wasn't real. I I read about that. I did read about that. That shit broke my heart. Well, were you with me when we watched about the... It was this group of awful, horrible people that go around. They went to the one, the Sandy Hook one. They went to the school. I think you were with me. We watched a video of this guy going to the Sandy Hook school and it was these people that like don't believe that it happened. It's fucked. I'm yeah. like, you're a special kind of fucked up and yeah. I think you should immediately go to jail if you're posting. Your own child went through something so traumatic and you don't believe them because your head is so far up your fucking ass. It's like the people that were so worried about the internet ruining their kids minds it's like who is it actually ruining now because it's all the parents and it's like that generation that sees these facebook articles that are fake and just share it's i mean it totally i mean even the last like the last two elections i feel like were completely derailed i'm not gonna get into anything Mm -hmm. but because people were sharing just false information they just Mm -hmm. see something click and share it i i watched a whole thing on how those articles like truly changed how people mm-hmm. voted they could see that there was like this direct correlation i'm just like god we've gotten into a, such a stupid place in society mm-hmm. it's too dark yeah. <laughs> this world but we can't leave we can't leave you on a sad note god no so last week you brought me a, a gift mm-hmm. and so i have a little gift for you <laughs> What I'm going to give you a fork, and I'm going to have you stick it into this wall socket right here. You're a bitch. <laughs> we're going to watch you. <laughs> no, I gave you I gave you birthday gifts, okay? That's, That's enough. That's true. That's Beautiful enough. birthday gifts. Thank you. That's all you get from me. <laughs> I just want to see how your nerves work, girly. I'm like, I brought the electrodes. <laughs> we're going to put them on they your head. They have that we should order that. They have it on, like, Amazon. Oh, could do you, it. You know what? Let's buy something like that. We should do a live. I was literally going to say, let's do do a live stream. Mm-hmm. That's how we're gonna fucking die. I already know it. It's no, gonna, yeah, no, I already know that's how it's gonna go. There's gonna everyone's gonna be all these fucking headlines on BuzzFeed and stuff. Like no. two two idiots who talked about dumb criminals end up electrocuting their heads off. <laughs> no. 
dog. Oh, man. Well, I think we should. I think it's time to wrap it up. Oh, my gosh. Let's wrap it up in foil and... Throw it out the fucking window. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. We love you guys so much. So much. You're, You're so loving, best. Madison. You always tell them you love them. Yeah. I love it, too. We love we love all of you. And you and you and you. It, and it you. really makes us so happy. When we read the comments, it's like it's so yeah. fucking nice. People are like, oh, I was laughing till I cried. Laughing with us. And I'm like, awesome. well, maybe they're laughing at us. I know. <laughs> like, just fine. Hey, either way, as long as you're <laughs> laughing, we want to make you happy. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Oh, Go. and please send us stuff. If you guys stumble upon anything <laughs> crazy. Like, what are you asking for? Send me gifts. Send us no. gifts. Here's our PO box. <laughs> no, send us articles. Send us cool shit. Please send us to articles. Read. Send us anything you want. You got a dumb criminal obituary. It doesn't matter to us. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Obituary early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Ding! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have a crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. (laughs) Judy Justice, only on Freebie.